Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon. Just past 11 o'clock on a Wednesday, it's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, for the next two hours talking sports with you. Thanks for uh, tuning in here this morning into the afternoon. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. John Bromelkamp will be here. Uh, he'll kick things off at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk Hawks uh, with uh, with John, figure out where they're at as they head into their bye. Well, they're in there by uh, and uh, the likelihood uh, where things go after that. So we'll talk to John Bromelkamp coming up here at 11.30. Pick his brain on baseball as well. We'll get to that in a second. Mitch Holtis is the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. His regular spot is 10 minutes before noon on Wednesdays. Uh, Papa John Central Iowa makes that possible. We'll uh, I'd like to take a look ahead to the Broncos and the Chiefs, their second game in three weeks, this time uh, in Denver. So Holt is coming up at 11.50. Uh, Iowa State, their football program, met with the media yesterday. Bill Seals from CycloneReport.com will recap that. Uh, Shieldhouse, Campbell. And assorted players. So we'll talk to Bill Seals about that as they get set to head to Waco uh, to take on the Bears. And then uh, 1230, it's regular spot for David Kaplan. Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors Cappy. We will check in with the Capman on all things Chicago sports related. Or certainly a lot of them coming up at 1230 before Trent's play of the day at 10 minutes before 1. Well, the World Series is set. <laughs> I'm anxious to see the numbers. I know two people will be watching. I don't care who uh-huh. you're playing. You and I are in. Yep. Uh, it is kind of an odd World Series. Arizona and Texas, very few thought saw that coming at any point. In fact, you know how I love those exactas, right? Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. on October the 2nd... You sir- didn't have this one, right? No, I had a bunch of them. I didn't have this one. One of these years. Um, <laughs> but it's just funny. We say all the time, right? Shop around, shop around. Mm-hmm. So the... Arizona, Texas. What if 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 Texas wins? It's three hundred and seventy-five to one. If Arizona wins, it's like four hundred and fifty to one, which is an unbelievable number. But that number, Trent, it's half of that at Caesars. Yeah, it's half of that. One hundred seventy-five to one. One hundred and seventy-five. So what do you want? You want one hundred seventy-five bucks, or you want four hundred and fifty? On your dollar. On your dollar. Nah, but you know what? When I signed up, I didn't get a free twenty-five dollar bet. Yeah, get a profit boost. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. Uh-huh. Anyways, I love those exact bets. One of these years, I'll have one of those. But uh, <laughs> uh, but Arizona, credit to them, Trent. Credit to this team. I don't know what it is about them. This fought can throw. He can. He can pitch. Yes. He's a good player. Uh, that uh, Tony uh, Torlavalo is um, a manager of you know the 30 in the league. You maybe know uh, as little about him as, as some, as most maybe. But uh, there's something about this team. The decision, too, from Lavello. Ginko comes out, gets the two final two outs. Yeah, he was great. And they don't have anybody else warming up uh-huh. in the pen. I was surprised. It's just, no, we're rolling mm-hmm. them right back out yep. there. And the confidence that this team exuded in, I think it's safe to say, the toughest environment in baseball right now is in Philadelphia. Yeah. Is that the <laughs> toughest play? I, yeah. Well, we saw that certainly play out. Uh-huh. Loud building. Mm-hmm. A fan base that is crazy. Yes. Just absolutely nuts. We hear the stories of Philadelphia. It was fans. a jail in the vet. Yes, they're, it's a different breed. Right. And to go in there. There was a cell in the football stadium. Not a, yeah, not, not a cell tower, an actual prison cell. 
The drunk tank. They <laughs> threw him in there. Yep. Get in a fight, you're going downtown. You're going yep. down to the vet. Yep. You're going down to the basement, they're going to throw you in there. That's what this fan base is. And they walked in there, and not just won two games. They looked decidedly they better. They were. In both of those yeah. games. And beat Nola two nights yes. ago. Yes, yeah. This, I, I didn't see. And, and look at who, look who's, I mean, who, Gabe Marino, he's a really nice player. Mm-hmm. The Blow Jays gave him away for nothing. Dalton Varsho stinks. Uh, Carroll, rookie of the year. Okay, but he's a rookie. Right. Kettle Marte, been around forever. Really nice player, having an unbelievable year. Lourdes Gurriel, Tommy Pham, Christian Walker. Evan Longoria's got to be 52 years old. He's trying he's, he's 38, but your point is well taken. Who are these guys, and how did they get here? And now they're four wins away from being the world champions. And you know what? I won't be a bit surprised at all if the parade's in Phoenix. Absolutely not. No, that's the way this team is playing, and there is just something about them. On the other side, you have a Rangers team that one of their starters is almost unplayable. And if his name wasn't Max Scherzer... It would be unplayable. He's not out there. Mm -mm. He's not getting the ball twice in this World Series. It wouldn't happen, but... Because of his name, yep, it is. Now, we mentioned yesterday, what would the price be when we get to this point? Open up the Circus. Oh, so it's, it's out? It's out. Open up the Circus Sports app, and it very much surprised me. So yesterday, I believe I said... 130 and 110, yes, something like that? Minus 130 on the Rangers side, plus 110 on the D-back side. You're going to get a better price on Arizona. What do you think you're going to get the D-backs at right now at Circa? Plus 125? Higher. Really? 140? Higher. What? Plus 150 for the Diamondbacks in this series. Huh. That was So they love Texas. Love Texas. Why? I don't know. I can't get there. I can't see anything that me- means that they should be this prohibitive oh. of a favorite. Man, I hope Circa's right. <laughs> yeah. 35 to 1 future in my back pocket burning a hole. And same thing, I'm looking DraftKings, minus 170. Now, Diamondbacks, you don't get the plus 150, you just get plus 145. Because mm-hmm. God forbid you have yeah. a dime on each side. Right. No, but no. That's not how most of them do business. Yes. But plus 150 on mm. the Diamondbacks, that's a juicy one. I think that's a yeah. live, live dog in this series. Well, you know what I had to do? Because I have to try and find my way out of this incredible hole that I've got. Yeah, yeah. Futures have not been good to Kenneth uh, in <laughs> it's 2000. Been a trouble. It's, been a, it's been a run this year. It has. Uh, after a really good run, it's been a bad, bad run. So what I've tried to do to, to at least you know, get close to being even is I've got to combine them with other championships. I took... The Diamondbacks and coupled them with Michigan to win the college football championship. Right. That one's okay. Which is twenty-two to one, I think I got on that mm. before before the NLCS, and then I threw the Maple Leafs into it. Oh my! I don't know, and <laughs> I got like a hundred and something to one on okay. that one, but just to try and get out. Yeah. Because this Arizona team, man, this Arizona team. A team that barely qualified for the playoffs. Trent, it's been pointed out, and it's if Suzuki catches that ball, Yep. if they don't take, what did they take, five out of six from the Cubs late in the season? They did. If the Cubs get one of them, um, Arizona's on the outside looking in, and and yet here they are. And it's just one of those, every every now and then you come across one of these, it's just their year. 
Six, it just looks like it. The Cubs lost six out of seven in September to the Diamondbacks. Think about that. They finished a game back of the D-backs mm-hmm. to get in. Yep. They lost the first three in that first series, came back and got the game on Sunday, 5-2. And then they came back and played, what, a week and a half later, and the Diamondbacks swept them. 6-4, 7-6, So seven, this six, could six, have two. been the Cubs is what you're saying. Well, we got a five seed and a six seed. Yeah, no, you're right. A five and a six seed yeah. facing off. A question that was more pertinent at the beginning. When we saw all these 100-win teams get knocked yeah. out, the Orioles, the Braves teams, down, yeah. yeah, Dodgers getting beat. I like the structure. I still, I am not in this, I like what the NFL does, where you basically reseed, right? Mm-hmm. I think the same thing needs to be done in baseball. And secondly, all right, series, this the way it played out. You got games Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if necessary. You can't have that Friday off. If a team needs three games to advance, they need to be playing on Friday. And it yep. might be a late night, yep. but so be it. Yep. That's that, the that's predicament you put yourself yes. in. You're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you sweep 2 nothing, two days off to set your rotation again, that is not enough of a negative. I think that's mm-hmm. one thing that baseball okay. needs to look at. Reseeding, and then secondly, no off day on that Friday. Are you okay with the divisional staying at 5, or do you want it to move to 7? Well, I'd love more games More baseball is good, right? right? Yeah, right. right more is right. better. Now, yeah. would it matter as we see no. those got swept? I mean, those teams got swept, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, the same path, too, for each of the World Series teams. Sweep for the Rangers and the D-backs in the first round. Sweep in the second round. And doing and then a so on the road. And then a seven-gamer. Yes. Uh, to finish things up. In, 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 the, uh, in their opponent's ballpark. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about, but here we are. I mean, the Diamondbacks had to get on the plane, go to Philadelphia, and win twice. And With Aaron Nola waiting in Game right. 6. Right. With Aaron Nola back at home waiting for them in Game 6. I'm anxious to talk to Jeff. This time last year, Jeff gave me a couple of teams to bet in the NBA. Oh, yes. I yeah. didn't get there, but I don't care. You know, I mean, uh, and I'm going to pick his brain on that again. Give me a couple of long shots All that right. I can bet a future on because the NBA is not my bag. <laughs> Well, as you've just pointed out, maybe uh, none baseball of these. hasn't been. <laughs> uh, NFL's been not good. Yeah. You got clobbered in the NHL. Yeah, hockey didn't go well hockey, for you. No, nothing's gone well. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Doing well. Like, let's just give a quick preview about the uh, Eastern Conference before I give you some picks here. Okay. Um, let's just talk Celtics and, and Milwaukee. Yeah, we're not going to bore the listeners with with everybody else. I think it's those two teams. No um, Philly. Po- uh, well, I mean, looks like Harden's getting dealt. Looks like it. it look, right today, it looks like Harden's not traveling on the road. So, and I don't. What a punk, I'm, I'm not, Really? What? A, yeah. And, and you want to talk about? You know, he leaves. I mean, if he, he didn't force himself out of Oklahoma City, and then he went to Houston, forced himself out. And then he went to Philly, he forced himself out. And then now he's here, and he's forcing himself out. What a punk! Mm-hmm. But let's not waste our time talking about that. Let's talk about the Celtics. Probably the best uh, backcourt or two-way backcourt in the league. Brown, three hundred million. Tatum's going to get three hundred fifty million. They get Porzingis. Barring health, that's going to be a huge add. They get Drew Holiday. That's huge. From that is a huge pickup for them. And they and they lost Smart and on and on and on. Let's talk about Milwaukee with the pieces they have: Middleton, Portis, um, with getting Dame and Giannis. Mm -hmm. How do you guard that in the fourth quarter with the pick and roll? Mm Because if you go under, Dame's going to hit the three. You switch. Now you have. Giannis in the mid-post, and you're dead. Giannis likes to go coast-to-coast. Coast. Well, now you can't just flood the paint with everybody. you got to respect Middleton, Dame, um, you know, when, uh, you know, the big guy's out there and blanking on his Lopez. Uh, 
Lopez has got just phenomenal from three with his size. Mm-hmm. I think it's a two-team race. Let's move to the West. I even like Connaughton, who's still on the roster, yeah, right? Yeah. Right? I mean, he's yeah, down to yeah, shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, my team to oh, – let's save them for last. Here's my two teams from the West that I like their over-under. Okay. I like Memphis. Memphis is number one. And I don't care how long Jaw's out for. Look up their roster. They're deep. Just how Jackson's long is Jaw out for? With twenty seven, twenty twenty five games. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. That I does, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. They picked up Smart in the offseason. Yeah. Um. They have they Desmond Bain's a killer. Defensive round. They, uh, Bain is awesome. Yep. Bain could be a starting point guard on I don't know probably ninety percent of the NBA teams. They go with me uh, and Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose, Derek Rose is still there. Jesus. Yes. Um, I, I believe it's 46 and a half, something like that. Um, here's my, this is my bread and butter. This is the lock of the year in the NBA over under is the Kings 45 and a half. I believe they could win the Western conference. Fox is probably a first team, all NBA player. Mm-hmm. They still have Barnes. They have some bonus. Mm-hmm. They have a deep roster. And the biggest thing about this is, is that they're young. Now, I'm not saying they're the best team in the Western Conference, but you, Trent, and I know that doesn't matter. Players don't play. They can win the Western Conference and get bounced in the second round. I'm not telling you they're going to win the championship. I'm telling you that I think they could be 1-2 in the Western Conference and go over, I think it's 46-and-a-half. That is my pick of the year. My championship team, I'm not going to give you Milwaukee. The Lakers, no, give me something with the price. I need a price. I don't want to bet the 100 or bet 10 or 11 to make 10. Give me something that's 20 to 1. In the NBA, in the NBA, Ken, that, that, that doesn't work. It like doesn't that. happen. I'm going to give you the Suns, Ken. They're, <sighs> they're my team. Um, they First of all, Frank Vogel was left for dead with the Lakers. He wins a championship, gets whacked. That guy's a great coach. Mm-hmm. And when he went to the Lakers, they, they were all in scrambles. He made it work. It's the same thing with the Suns. Devin Booker, who I think, again, could be a first-team All-NBA player. They, they kind of freshened up their bench with losing Aiden. You got, Kevin, you got Kevin Durant, who still wants to prove to people that he can win a championship all-level. Um, and then you got the guy from Washington that I'm blanking on his name. Bill, 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 Bill. So, uh, yes, the Suns, and I think they're 8, 10 to 1, something like that in that range. All right. Knows. Yeah. That, that's, in the NBA, that's where you got to go. You're not going to, I'm sorry, but like in the middle of the road, east or west, they're not, there's, four, there's five or six teams that could really win it in the NBA. I'm giving you the Suns. I hope I gave the listeners and you guys some information. I'd like to hear what you guys think. Thank, Thank you, you, Jeff. Appreciate the call. Love the Kings one, and uh, Jeff mentioned a number at Circa. You get a better number, 43 and a half is the over-under if you like the overside. So mm-hmm. always shop around, and mm-hmm. you're going to find that better price at Circa. Uh, here's one for you. So if, what are the Suns at Circa to win it all? I'm surprised that the 8 to 10 to 1, that seems high to me. Let's see. I here. mean, if that's the case, I'm all for it. Phoenix Suns to win the NBA Finals. So, of course, they got all the yes-nos as we scroll through, plus 875. Better than I thought. Kings 54 to 1. Here's a fun one. Number one seed. You believe in Jeff's theory with the Kings, young legs, mm-hmm. everybody else beating up on each other. Mm-hmm. Here's a price for you. 20, da, 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 where was it? 28 to 1. To be the one seed to in the, the West. To be the one seed in the West. Not to win the championship, right. just to get the just one to get seed. the number one seed. There's a price that you that's, like. That's, that's true, I do. That is good. What about the T-Wolves? Do they have I, a shot? I think they're going to be better. 
and maybe it's hopeful, but what we saw a year ago is Ant took a step. Uh-huh. And it feels like there's still yet another step that he can take, doesn't it? Yes. That yeah. He's a star. Mm-hmm. He can be a superstar. He's the face of that franchise. He Cat's can, still there. I get it. Yep. And they got to figure that out because when Gobert and Cat played together, mm-hmm. it didn't go well last nope. year. But there was injuries, yep. and banged up. Yeah, Towns missed a ton of games. Nas Reed coming back. He was a yeah. difference maker. Yep. They're going to have to play differently, but spread that thing out. Just make Anthony Edwards what he can be. And if you unleash that, yeah, there's another one where you're kind of looking at a deeper price. Now, you love to just bet to win the whole thing. Right. Go take a look at... I like the one seed. Yeah, something like I, that. Yeah. Where if Sacramento I, gets the one, they don't have to win it all. They just no. got to be the one seed. And what they win last Just. Year. Yeah, right. <laughs> we say it like it's easy. Right. But yeah, I can see more upside out of that Sacramento uh-huh. team. And when you're looking at that, that tier, because... How many games is Kevin Durant going to play this That's year? That's just it, Trent. Right. Half, maybe two-thirds at most. Watching Chris Paul last night, and it was beautiful at times. Is he going to play 50 games? Mm-hmm. There's going to be that moment where Clay mm-hmm. and Steph and Draymond mm-hmm. are all going to probably have their 8, 10, 12-game stretch that they set out. Yep. And when you find those areas, well, young team, that guys are going to be playing all season long and something to play for, and that crazy home crowd in Sacramento or Minnesota, they're crazier bets to make. I, I've what, about, uh, what about the Clippers? What have they got left? Paul George, Westbrook, Westbrook's old, Kawhi Leonard's load management. No, and they don't want to tank because they're opening their new building next year. So now, hang on a second. The what's going on at Staples Center? It'll just be the Lakers. That's they're leaving. I didn't know. Yes, that. they are building, and it's at the spot that the old uh, forum was. Right across from the airport. Yes, real close to the airport. Yeah, it's. Well, uh, you know what's there now? That's SoFi Stadium. Intuit Dome is what it's called. You have to take a look at the renderings of this thing, too. The way that they built it looks completely different than any other basketball arena that I've ever seen. Very vertical with the seating, even the upper deck, much closer to the action. Tons of suites, mm-hmm. as you'd anticipate. Right, right, right. And they don't want to tank. Now, they have a roster with the old guys. I mean, Russell Westbrook, still there for another mm-hmm. year. Paul George. And, of course, Kawhi Leonard. Same kind of question there, but... They're an interesting one. I don't like the construction so of the, the team. Place of the, so SoFi Stadium was built on what used to be Hollywood Park Racetrack. Yes. And across the street from Hollywood Park Racetrack sat the Fabulous Forum, which was anything but fabulous. If you've ever been there from the outside, <laughs> it looks like a palace. From the inside, it's a dump. <laughs> it truly is. I've never been more disappointed in stadium. Really? I remember walking, oh my God, this could be great. It's, it's, it's the Forum, what? right? Yeah. Right. This place is a you know, hole. <laughs> um, so that's where this is going to be. I didn't know that they're building their own facility. Interesting. The Intuit. Dome. Intuit. And in what Inglewood. is Intuit? Uh, I've heard of it. Yes. I, yeah, I've heard of it. It's some, something computer, probably. Yeah, probably. High t- or what do they call it now? High tech, big tech. Yeah. Uh, Two old guys talking about things we don't know. Yeah, about. we do that a lot here from uh, eleven to one, <laughs> as the audience knows. All right, we it's will, just south of SoFi Stadium. Just south. Yeah, yes. that would be yep. it. Interesting. I did not know news to me. So they're going out branching on their own. So do we like the Clippers or eh, not really? Not really. I can't get there with okay. them. Okay, a lot of veterans, but mm-hmm. that so would if be... you were if you were buying if if you were betting like me, mm-hmm. like I, I'm guessing you probably have an over on the Sacramento ticket. I uh, do. Um, I have an over on the Timberwolves, the Kings. Those are the two. Uh, and what did I have? I had one in the East. What did I have in the East? Oh, the Magic. I had an over on the Magic. Those were the three. 
preseason ones that I made before the game started last night. And they're still available. You can still right, find the right. over-unders. It's, it's not like the old days. That no. Once the season began, they were done. Yeah, right. Not the case Once the anymore. ball's kicked off, no more bets. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore. Right. It is completely different. Play ball, no more bets. If I was like you, what, like... You want to do like an I wanted exacta? Twen- well, no, I'd like to, but I mean, I'd like 20 to 1, 25, 30 to 1. I just don't think in the NBA, NBA that those are out that there. Can, yeah. No, it's mm-hmm. so difficult. Like, your Clippers are 28 to 1. Okay, there'd be one. The Kings are 54 to 1. Now, the Lakers are 14 to 1. Is that worth a ticket I to have? they're too old, don't you? They get there. Made the run last year. Uh-huh. Who else would be in that mix? Well, you're looking for a young team. And again, I don't think they can win what the What about the Raptors? The Raptors are going to stink. How about, uh, how about the Thunder? Okay. Give me okay. 80 to 1. 80 to 1. And, and what have they got? They got that Canadian kid from Kentucky. Shea, Jay Gilligas Alexander. Yes. yes, thank you. So they got him. Yeah. You know, you could put something together like that. And the big kid from, uh, from the state of Minnesota went to uh, Gonzaga of uh, Holmgren. Yes. Chet coming back for another yep. year. Just to win the conference. How about that? To win the West. Mm-hmm. The Thunder are 32 to 1. And even if they do get there, West is so tough. What's, who's the shortest price in the West? Phoenix? Uh, the Nuggets, plus 260. Course, yeah. uh, defending champions. Lakers, 7 to 1 in that front. The Suns are plus 380, would be a second choice. Warriors, plus 570. Man, what? That's reputation alone, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Hasn't their window closed? Pelicans, 35 to 1. I bet them last year. That was Jeff's. That, that was, was he pushed me on them last year. Anyways, fun times. There's anyway. our NBA till April. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, indeed. All right, time for another uh, opportunity for you to claim some NIL money. Head to KXNO.com right now. You can enter this nationwide contest by inserting the keyword bank. In the pop-up box, there will appear bank at KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000. Before we go to break, should have done this earlier. Andrew Downs' announcement yesterday. Yeah. Um, not that it caught us off guard. We'd known that it was for, what, about a month? He right. let us know that uh, that he's leaving uh, radio. Um um, doesn't have anywhere to go at this point. No plans, as far as we know, as far as I know. But um, good for him. Yes. Following, you know, he's, he's doing what he wants. He's not being pushed by any means. No. This is Andrew Downs' decision. Well, I'm sure Judy had some, <laughs> was involved, as any good husband and wife team would be. But well done, Andrew Downs. 15 years here. Um, you know, I thought... That we would, you know, bring him in here at some point, just the three of us before we leave. Yeah, because we're leaving for Chicago. What next Thursday? We are, yes. And I think next Friday is his last day. It is. Yep. So on Thursday, we'll have to maybe devote the final half hour to uh, to AD and his time here at Cakes and O because it's been a hell of a run. Fifteen years, Murph and Andy show, uh, sports director. Um, you know, since when? The last five years or whatever it's mm-hmm. been. Um, yeah, way to go. You know, when we made our move over here, what, almost five years ago now, mm-hmm. uh, E.D. was the person in the building that right away, with both arms, you know, wrapped himself around me. Yep. And we were the outsiders. You know, the crew had been together no, no, for a no. long time. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I. I was too, though. Well, you were too. I right. was too. Right. Because it's Miller and Con. No, I get it. And we were yes. connected at the hip. That's true. And we came over and there were some people that, um, at arm's distance... <laughs> and obviously that has melted, and everybody here is incredible. But at the time, he was a pro. There was never an ounce of that. Yeah, he was a pro. From AD. Nope, he was a pro. And I do a lot of different things. The way that we are structured a lot differently. I, AD helps me out a ton. Every time you hear us broadcast a football game, a basketball game, 
state on wrestling, location. baseball. Yeah. We're out there. Yeah. AD is the one that I have to alert. And he might be putting the kids to bed. I'm out there calling a basketball game, send him a text, tape, we're finishing mm-hmm. up. He's the one that gets it back to programming. He has been an incredibly invaluable person yeah. to that. And can't also thank him enough for his professionalism and his ability to make me feel wanted here. Yeah, no, he's and a pro, Trent. He's a pro. He did a yep. really good job of that, of marrying this all together, and couldn't be happier to be here, and he's a big part of no, that. No, there's no question about it, no question. Uh, first had him on football Friday night when I was, you know, in the anchor chair back in, I don't know what years it was, 2008, 7, 9, 10. Um, I, I really Somewhere in that period, but yeah, he was one of our correspondents. That's kind of how he got his feet wet. That's where I started here on right. Kings. Ross well. Peterson, likewise. My first game ever. Daddy Muller, Southeast spoke, having a heart attack. Was then, that it? Mm-hmm. That was my first that ever was, football Friday night. So I would have been here. You were. Absolutely. I, I remember that night, mm-hmm. and we went to you. I was on the sideline for that know one. That. I was on the sideline. Well, I'm sure I did, but I'd forgot about it. And then you had the Saturday morning show, and yes, my buddies... Yes, I got to Iowa City early that day for mm-hmm. tailgate. My buddies that came in a little bit later said, oh yeah, they replayed your play-by-play of Denny Miller having a heart attack on the sideline Saturday morning. Well, I don't think we did it. I'm sure we just did it because we were being lazy. <laughs> well, what that a was, yeah. I mean, that's, that's... Welcome to the game, kid. Here you go. I remember that night. Yes. Yeah, I remember that night. I didn't remember that was uh, that was you working that. We night. had a lot of AD got to start. I mean, he a did. lot of people. Right. Hey, if you're looking to break in, yeah. it's a great place to get started and mm-hmm. find your way and get your voice out there. How about that? Did not recall. All right, we'll take a timeout again. The keyword is bank. Andrew Downs, well done. Wonderful 15 years. Best of luck to you. Whatever you decide to do, we know you'll do it very well. Uh, and hope our uh, paths cross again. But uh, we'll uh, reminisce a little bit more next week. Bank is the keyword. Bankkexano.com. Bone Camp next. Miller and Condon. It's a Wednesday. Des Moines Sports Station. One. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver. It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Six points. Awesome. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Coming up on 25 minutes before noon. Uh, ten minutes before the top of the hour, we will speak with the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Right now, John Bowenkamp, Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, uh, iowacollegehoops.com. Uh, John joins us. John, Trenton, Ken, before we get into football, basketball, quick hit on baseball. National League West is still alive. Well, yes. didn't see that the team that's alive coming, but uh, but here they are. Just your thoughts on this World Series, John. Do you have a do you have a feel, Texas or Arizona? I think it's just going to be a fun series. I mean, it's you when you look at these teams and when you look, I mean, think about where we were with these teams at the end of the year. 
And you all thought, okay, you know, these, these are just wild card teams, whatever. And here we are. You know, and it's like, so I think it kind of shows, A, what baseball's postseason is. But these are really good teams. And it's good. I think it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, you've got, you've got two teams that are playing really good baseball right now. They both played seven-game series. They both have had, you know, been tested throughout this whole thing. I, I think it's going to be a fun series. I know people are kind of bagging on it a little bit, but you know what? I kind of like it. I think it, it's it's an interesting series. I would rather have the National League West champions there, but you get what you get. So. <laughs> One thing uh, that I mentioned a little bit earlier, and I know I'm not alone in this thinking, we see all the high seeds go out so early this year. Is taking away that off day, that Friday off day, right after the wild card series, the three gamers, and yeah, even if a team sweeps, they'll get a day off. But if it goes three days, you're on a plane and you're getting to your next destination. Doing that so the wild card teams can't set the rotation quite as well, and just a little bit more of an advantage and less of a layoff on top of it for the teams that finish as the top two seeds. Are you a believer in that theory to try to make the regular season a little more impactful? Yes, because, and I said this last year too, that there is no punishment for being a wild card team. I mean, you play three games, you play best of three series, mm-hmm. you, you, get to, you get a day off. If you sweep, you get two days off. If you look at the National League this year, it was, you know, both those teams got two days off. They play one game, get a day off, play another playoff game, get a day off. There's no punishment there for their pitching. You know, it's like you can bring guys back, and and the way that the NLCS set up for both teams was you could have your best pitchers. Even if you use them in that wild card round, you still get to use them twice if if it's a five-game series, Mm -hmm. if it goes all the way. So I I, I don't see a punishment there. And, and I mean, there has to be – some sort of, yeah, okay, if you're the sixth seed, yeah, you have to go on the road and play three games. That's okay. I mean, I understand, but you can still win two out of three games on the road. You know, it's not really, there really just isn't a punishment for those teams that get put in those early rounds. John Bowenkamp is our guest. John, let's uh, let's go to uh, football. Uh, Hawks in their... Br- yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you thought you'd have the coordinators to speak with this week. I know they made a few yeah. players available today. That didn't happen. You'll get Ference next week, etc. Just, um, you know, looking forward, let's leave, put the past. We know where they're at as they head into their bye. Um, it's still all very much in front of them, right? Ohio State right. gets Wisconsin, gets Minnesota, so that won't be easy for those two schools. But, look, the West is still very much theirs, uh, and uh, as long as they take care of business. Yeah, and and I, I mean, I honestly think that they were looking here, you know, especially I mean, when you look at the injuries they've had, and that's not an excuse. Everybody has injuries, but when you look at the injuries they had, I think they really looked at let's get to the bye week, let's regroup, let's figure it out, and be seven and one. Well, now you're six and two. Now you're back in that that muck that is the the, the National League West, the the Big Ten West. And, um, and, you know, and you, so you, you've got a lot of things to figure out, but your margin of, your margin for error is really gone mm-hmm. at this point. Yep. You know? And you've set yourself up for that. So it's going to be really interesting to see where they're at and what we hear from Kirk next week, because, I mean, I think they really wanted to get to this week and say, okay, let's regroup and figure it out. Well, let's see what they figured out. And because, I mean, this is, this is a, this is a really crucial point of the season for them. Not only just West Division, but how many wins can you get to get a good bowl game? You know, if that's good, and and how this all plays out down the stretch. And right now, this team has a lot of issues right now that I think really need to get. And I don't know if they get them figured out this week. 
you're not. Right now, in a normal bye week, you would be either preparing or talking with the coordinators, including the coach's son, yeah. Brian Ferentz. That is not the case here. From you, John, somebody on the Hawkeye beat, what was your takeaway when you guys found that out Saturday evening? Um, I was I, I was kind of surprised, and because he, he has to answer his questions. We've already had Phil Parker. I mean, we, we had yeah. him on the Zoom. Uh, but, but it's like, he has to answer these questions, and, and they're tough questions, and they're going to be tough questions, and he's not going to like them, but he has to answer them. He is the offensive coordinator. This offense ranks dead last in the country, or near dead last in so many crucial categories. Mm-hmm. You have to answer questions here on what this is going forward, and to not be made available, and maybe we get him here in the next four weeks on that Wednesday assistant Zoom call. Okay, fine. But he's going to have to answer questions at some point, and they're not going to be. That's part of the job. This is not. This is not a. This is you know. You can't just hide away. You've got to answer his questions. So it would be best to have done it this week and got it out of the way. But instead, now these questions just keep building and growing, and that's why to me it didn't make sense that he was not made available this week. I agree. Uh, do you think that Joe Labus is getting a long look between now and Northwestern, I mean, before they start to, you know, implementing the game plan? Is Labus going to get a fair shot to uh, to win the starter role during the bye? I, I think so, because and, and for the simple reason of, if you go back to Saturday, Deacon Hill did the one thing that Kirk Ferentz said just a few days before that he can't do, and that was turn over turn the ball. ball. Yep. Yep. He fumbled twice in Iowa territory. And granted, it only led to one field goal, but it could have led to two. Um, I, I, I'm going to kind of sort of forgive him for the interception at the end of the game. Um, that you're, you're trying to make something happen there. Okay, fine. But the fumbles are inexcusable. And Kirk even said that. Fumbles are unacceptable. And so I, you, have, you have to accelerate. However far, however far behind Joey Labus was, Going into camp with his injuries, you know, coming out of camp with his injuries, et cetera, et cetera. He is now the backup quarterback. Deacon Hill could still get hurt if that's what you. So you have to accelerate his his education right now. And so I would hope this week is about where is he at? What can he do? Because you may need him at some point. Even if you're not gonna, even if you're gonna stick with Deacon Hill, you may still need him at some point. You know, what if you get into the Northwestern game and what if Deacon Hill fumbles twice again? What do you do? You've got to have a backup here. And I think really that's got to be one of the focuses this week is how ready is he and what can you do to get him ready? Deacon Hill's completing 38% of his passes. Not in a triple option offense, in a pro-style offense. It's unthinkable, yet here we are. The great hope for most everybody is to see Cooper DeGene out there in some kind of role, running Wildcat, doing something different. Just trying. You know, Do you remember him at the Dome? Oh, yeah. You, at the Dome. Oh. I, saw, I, mean, I saw some highlights on Twitter yet. It, it was unbelievable. It's remarkable. He, he was the only guy that could beat Van Meter during that time. I mean, he, was, he is one of one. He is an absolute unicorn. Last year, Brian Ferentz, during the press conference in the bye week, said that he's not somebody that backs down. It almost feels like he's throwing his hands up and just quitting. To not try. When it's this bad, that's the part that I struggle to wrap my mind around. How do you not try? Your ultimate goal is to win football games. Yes, Cooper DeGene is not going to play quarterback at the next level. He's not going to be an offensive player at the next level. You're trying to win football games. Why won't they try? 
I don't know. And 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 I will I will be honest. I thought a couple of years ago when Tyrone Tracy wasn't getting a lot of touches, yeah. um, that they do that with him. You know, put him in that spot, let him do some different things. I, he, I, in my mind, you have to. And I would really hope that the quest, that the debate came up during a conversation among the coaches. What can we do to get this better? Because you do have to start thinking outside the box here a little bit. Mm-hmm. You just can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. That's, you know, insanity, as they say. Um, so I would like to see them be creative. What These are the weapons we have. How can we use them? Mm-hmm. Yes, we know we have limitations. We know we have a four, fourth string and fifth string tight end. But put these guys in and, and figure out a way to use certain players in certain situations and how can how can you maximize their potential? You just can't keep doing the same things over again. You had twelve yards in the second half the other day. That is not going to win you football games. So how do you make that better? You just can't keep playing with the same formula because of like I said earlier, your margin of error is gone now. Can so you imagine like think, yeah, how how easy it is for opposing whoever oh, has the scout of yeah. the offense for the upcoming Hawkeye game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you working I, on it on Monday? Get back to it on Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You're looking ahead to the next week. Yeah, scouting ahead, right? Everybody puts wrinkles in. I mean, let's be honest. The, the cash position was a wrinkle that was put in because you you needed to do it, and you had the ta- the tools on defense to do it. You know, so why aren't you doing? Why aren't you thinking outside the box? What can you do? I'm not saying Cooper DeGene should buy because I, I get a little queasy at the thought of him you know, be put in more positions where somebody could hurt him, like what happened in the Nebraska game mm-hmm. last year. Um, but I, you've got a lot of weapons there. How can you use them? You know, and speed and, and, and whatever. What, what can you do with them? And, and if you've you got to figure that out at some point. And if you're not discussing it this week, you're not doing your job in my mind. John Bowenkamp, Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, iowacollegehoops.com. We'll talk college hoops here in the weeks ahead with you, John Bowenkamp. Thanks Absolutely. for jumping on. Enjoy the World Series, John. Appreciate it. I will. Thanks. Good to, yep. Good to talk to you, John Bowenkamp, as we check in on Iowa. 11.45, the keyword this hour was bank, bank at kxno.com. Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs next. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.net. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Papa John Central Iowa sponsors our weekly conversations with the voice of the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. He is Mitch Holtis. Mitch, Trent, and Ken, as always, we certainly are grateful for you doing this along with Papa John's. So um, I thought that Kansas City's effort over the Chargers was maybe their most complete game of the year. Uh, there's still room to run the football a little bit better. I'm sure that they would say that themselves. But um, I, I, I came away very impressed with the Chiefs, um, maybe more so than any other game so far this year, Mitch. Well, I gave the analogy of, because we've got swimmers that are listening, or swimming parents and swimming programs, of a medley relay in swimming. It was almost like the offense did the first leg, and then the defense said, we'll take it from here. <laughs> and dive, dove into the pool, and then McCall Hardman's 50-yard punt return, which was key. But I would agree with you. The fact that the offense was so productive there for the second quarter explosion, and then the defense 
six possessions, the Chargers did not score. Um, and to hold the Chargers for 37 game minutes and shut them out with it, that's a really good offensive team, uh, was saying something. But I'm with you. It was a complete performance. Top to bottom, this team playing well. Six consecutive victories now when it, it's so funny. I mean, Mitch, for you being in your role for as long as you have, you remember or just about making the playoffs, hoping to do that. And now the perception of this team, this organization, has changed so much. A 6-1 and one start, and yet people talk around, and they're <laughs> trying to find somebody no. else, right? It's It's got to be wild from your perspective when you kind of look league-wide, and it's not a dismissal. It's just almost forgotten because, yeah, the Chiefs are just really good. Yeah, I mean, I thank the Lord for it, right? It's because yeah. I went 21 years without a playoff win. <laughs> and there were some really dark days yeah. um, with this franchise, but you look now what's happened in the 10 plus seasons and to they're really now, if they can continue to push on here, they're, they're in a discussion with the Cowboys of the early nineties and the Steelers of the seventies mm-hmm. and the Raiders of the eighties, mm-hmm. not quite to the Patriots of the two thousands, but they're right behind them. And so you've got to stay on point. One of the things that Andy Reid has done, been so focused winning 20, the last 21 AFC West games on the road, which is ridiculous is to stay focused. He is, and this will get into Ken's wheelhouse, he is really trying, Coach Reed, to push this uh, Bronco game. This has all the makings of a trap game, and yeah. uh, the Chiefs have got to be focused on this game or Denver will upset them. So that's what they've avoided, Trent, in this 10-plus years. You know, there have been some losses, but uh, none by more than four points. It's crazy. Uh, and their their dominance, especially against the division opponents. And I don't say that to be braggadocious. Mm-hmm. I say it's because their way of doing business. Yeah, with the uh, Miami game over in Germany coming up, it would be kind yep. of, uh, I get your point. Uh, McCall Hardman, um, he retweeted your call of his punt return, which I thought was pretty cool that uh, that he re- appreciated that. But Chiefs fans should appreciate that he's back. He wasn't a big part of the offense this past week, but you know what? Uh, he uh, certainly earned uh, his money on that special teams on that one punt return in, in, uh, of uh, 50 yards or whatever it was. Yeah, and I'm going to give this in the context of where Trent asked me about it in the 30 years of being the voice of this team. McColl, to me, is one of the more mysterious, not mysterious, one of the more interesting studies where being drafted in the second round in 2019, guys, he has 20 touchdowns as a Chief. He has some of the biggest plays in this run of the Chiefs since 2019, that is not appreciated. It's like it's like Chiefs fans have like forgotten the Buffalo 13 second game. There's the walk off throw to Kelsey. I'm not sure it would have happened had it not been for like a 35 yard play by McColl right before it. The fans don't think of that. That punt return that he retweeted. Um, what I love about it, it's almost the same path. Go back and look at the 58 yard kickoff return when the Chiefs are down 24 to nothing to the Texans in the divisional playoff round. And people forget about that kickoff return. I mean, this guy has 20 mm-hmm. touchdowns. And now it's almost like he's better appreciated or more appreciated by coming back than he, when he was previously. So, yeah, he helps this team. Charles Amenahu also helped the team as he comes oh. in and right away impacts. I mean, this defensive front, they are outstanding. It just, it just keeps coming. And I don't know how they keep doing it. Veach, he's got that calculator out, and they keep finding ways mm-hmm. to add to guys like this. Well, Amenahu's a, a huge impact here. Now, when they went, they'll rotate on the defensive line, and all these guys are run defenders, too. They don't just, I'm not chasing sacks, which happens in this league. But when they went with Chris Jones as left defensive and Amenahu as the left tackle, 
Then they rotated different guys at right tackle. Uh, and then at right defensive end was Karloftis. They, Trent, they devastated the Chargers, devastated them. That was a big part of the second half shut you down is that those guys, and I'm, this is the best defense, and this is empirical. This isn't an opinion. Scoring-wise, defense since the 1997 Chiefs in this franchise and for Coach Reed since the 2001 Eagles. Now, go back and look at those guys. Mm-hmm. But when I watched on video that four together, with Amenahu basically being the catalyst, uh, he became the nucleus of the atom, it was the 69 Chiefs that I'm seeing. I'm going, that's Buck Buchanan, that's, you know, that's Curly Culp, that's, that's uh, Jerry Mays. And I kid you not, it was that dom- dominating and devastating. That being said, I'm going to sound the alarm. And this isn't to placate Ken or anybody else, because I've been saying this for the last several days. The Chiefs have got to be, they've got to be wary here, because, Ken, I'm going to tell you, the best thing the Broncos have done, the best compliment I can give them is they have kept their resolve. They hold us to 19. They beat the Packers, hold them to 17. This defense had, okay, 10 different Packers caught passes, but none of them had over 30 yards. Uh, And that hadn't happened since 1950 when they started keeping these stats. The Broncos have kept the boat in the water, and I didn't know that they would do that after that Thursday night loss. They're pouring everything into this game, and they should, and they're capable of beating the Chiefs, especially with those three running backs they've got. Yep. Sutton and Wilson are starting to hit, and a defense that's getting its sass back. Yep, uh, it's, it's not unfair. On I was, I had visions of Caleb Williams dancing in my head after the <laughs> Thursday game, but we'll leave that for another day. Uh, before we talk Papa John's, we only have ninety seconds left. Real quick on Nick Bolton, how big of a loss? It's a big loss. Now Tranquil has been great to fill in. I mean, Nick's already missed three games, and Tranquil's been a huge piece, but he's not as great a run defender. Uh, just to plug a gap as Nick is. And against this team that we're going to play your team with, I mean, Javante Williams is stronger now than he was on that Thursday yep. night game. McLaughlin can go. Uh, P. Ryan, I'll make it quick. It's a challenge, but they're going to have to be stout in this game. It is a loss that will lose Nick Bolton, but tranquil. Thank God we got him. Indeed. Papa John's. Music's playing. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's playing. Check him out. PapaJohns.com we got some November specials coming. We'll have a Germany special. How about that? Uh-huh. Check them out at PapaJohns.com. Get ready for the weekend. All kinds of football, playoff football, college football, and, of course, Chiefs and Broncos. Get, an, in, get an international calling plan. We'll get, talk to you from Germany. <laughs> Thanks, Mitch Holtz. Good to talk to you, pal. Right. Yeah, take care. Mitch Holtz's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Our two coming up next. We'll talk with, or we'll start, rather, with Iowa State conversation. Bill Seals, we.